coffee. Uh, the thing said something. Uh, spilled his coffee. The day he's, uh, uh -oh. he, he's, he's feeding his Alexa device coffee again. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm she's so hyper. My raisins and my walnuts <laughs> together. All right. Well. Since oh, good. We, you're eating something healthy. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> I'm waiting for my Frankenberry, man. Oh, well, that, that ain't really healthy. Nuts and, nuts and Frankenberries? Uh, nuts and raisins? Is raisins of, Frankenberries? Nuts and, nuts and berries is Frankenberries. Yeah. That's just as good. Yeah. Franken, oh. That's when you put hot dogs in you with your berries and eat it. Franks and berries, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've already hit the record button, so let's go ahead yeah. and roll up the music. Get the show on the road. All right. <laughs> Oh, right, all right, all right, everybody. That is correct. We are the podcast. That's that's funny. We are in the week of December fifth, two thousand twenty-three. Season four, show six, episode 161. We are two blind brothers and one blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are... <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> the uh, silent Terry. I was crickets. I was switching, switching to my headset, Terry. Oh, I was going to say, we thought we lost you. This is Joe. <laughs> He, he ate too many Frankenberries and it, and it, and it killed him, I guess. I don't know. The jolting <laughs> back to life. Coma. <laughs> yeah, jolting back to life with some fresh coffee. Uh, <laughs> we, we like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? Where did you get a lot of money all of a sudden? Where were you hiding it? In a kumquat? This could be something happening recently. Funny, classic family story. Something reading, watching, doing. And a lot like that there. And we're moving into Christmas seasons, and so anybody got any Christmas stuff to talk about? Or well, Christmas stuff. Hmm. You guys decorating that... yet? Got any trees up? Yeah, the trees up. My big Santa Claus is up. We went to a Christmas-based reception, wedding reception over the weekend. There's trees everywhere and decorations, lots of fattening food that we should have not eaten. <laughs> Yeah, that makes what makes it good. Yeah. <laughs> I have well, a old story. Good. Sixty years ago was our mom's birthday. And she was Six... in labor with me. Oh my birthday yeah. tomorrow. She That's she would have been she was twenty years old on her birthday, on that birthday. And you was yeah. zero. <laughs> <laughs> And by the time everybody gets to hear it, it's like yesterday or the day before was my birthday. My birthday's tomorrow. She had to work out her own birthday present. <laughs> I know. She had to push that birthday present into the world, I guess. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know that she was upset because you were going to be due and she did not want 
to have a baby sharing a birthday with anybody. So she was ho ho trying to hold you back so you wouldn't come out <laughs> till the next day. I wonder what time nine. of day were you born, Terry? Do you know? Yeah, all nine pounds of me. Now nine? Nine-pound baby. Yeah. I, think I, was you born, I was born at five o'clock in the afternoon when all the doctors went home. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I what time sick. of day I was born. I don't know if she ever told me. I think it was early in the morning, but I don't know how early in the morning. Mm -hmm. I know whatever you five, were born. Five something. Huh? Isn't mine was I was born at five something and not five o'clock right on the five, yeah, five, five ish. Yeah. I was born like nine nine twenty or nine something in the evening. Well, I remember with Jill, it was around Easter time. We were visiting grandma and they're in Indiana. And mom's like, I'm not gonna make it home. <laughs> and so dad <laughs> had to call his boss and say, I need to stay a little bit longer. And he like got in the car and drove me and Terry zooming back to uh, South Ark Santa in record time. And we spent the weekend with uh, Aunt Wilma and Uncle Kenny. I wonder why he just didn't leave you there with like Dale and Doris or Grandma and Grandpa. I, I don't. Well, we had school, I think. Oh. And we he, he wanted to make sure we were back so. in school <laughs> or something. Uh, but anyway, over that weekend, uh Early in the morning, we got up having cornflakes, and of course, Uncle Kenny put beer on his because he yeah. doesn't like milk. <laughs> he was not a milk. That drinker. sounds gross with beer on it. And Is that when we stayed there? That's yeah, that's when we stayed there. And then we woke up one morning and said, "You have a new baby sister?" Like, oh, okay. So that's hmm. that was that day. But I know I Steve was know. born. I remember Dad said he took Mom, you know, late, late at night. And Kate, you know, told you, I guess, that he's running her to the hospital and left us three little kids home alone. Ah! It's um, like home alone. <laughs> yeah, basically. I, I don't remember if he came down and, and woke me up or uh, we just got up. and uh, I think we just got up and he was upstairs cooking breakfast. And, and he said something like that. And he had to go back to the hospital. And we got our ourselves off of school that morning. It was something like that. Steve came early in the dark hours of the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, birthday stories uh, for us, I at least. Say, I, I was going to say, I don't remember exactly what time I was born. I didn't have a watch. Yeah, you were kind yeah, of back then. You didn't have your Apple remember. watch on. <laughs> you didn't have your Apple watch with you. Dang it. <laughs> I go back to the past and well, the future. The thing I have written down on my list is, have you guys heard about this new movie that's out called The Blind? No. Uh, it, apparently, I mean, it's one of these movies, that's, if, it, if it's in theaters, it's not in very many theaters. Um, and I, I heard about The Blind. It's like, what, what could that be about? I'm getting all excited. It's going to be about, you know, blind people or somebody's, you know, story or, you know, journey through accessible but i have to say i'm really upset because it has nothing to do with blind people hmm. it's called the blind what it really is is uh, window uh, coverings duck dynasty guys oh the, the duck blinds. why does it have to do with duck yeah the duck blind it's like oh we'll just call it the duck blind not the blind like duh right get my hopes up <laughs> That's what I thought about the blind side when it came out. The football story of Michael Orr. I was like, nobody in that movie's blind. Why do they call it blind side? I guess 
Well, he was blindsided, I guess. I suppose. Because they took all his money. <laughs> I guess. Well, that's that's the rumor they say now, but back then they raised but, uh, the kid from teenager. I'm sure he ate a lot. <laughs> that's all I have written down, but as I was getting Zoom fired up this morning, I was listening to a short bit of news, mm-hmm. and apparently, uh, I heard about this just this morning, they have made an, air, an airplane flight, I don't know if it's an airline or just a jet, like a Learjet, but a jet plane has made a flight fueled on nothing but fat and sugar. Huh. Uh, apparently, the, the fuel is made out of fat, you know, animal fat, sugar, garbage. And they said sewer waste products. I thought, Mr. Fusion! <laughs> <laughs> They've invented Mr. Fusion. What next? The uh, flux capacitor? Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's a real thing. They they powered this uh, jet engine. Uh, and it said they took a flight uh, on this, you know, waste products, basically. Re- what's it they call it? Renewable fuel so they can get away from fossil fuels, apparently. Well, it's kind of good that it was up in the air, so any weird smells coming out of the exhaust would be <laughs> out of people's nose range. It, it powers <laughs> off the sewage, so instead of that, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Backfires. <laughs> That's not a contrail. How come it's brown? <laughs> Leave it as brown long as it don't start raining yellow. Yellow, yellow rain. <laughs> Instead of the blue ice, you get yellow ice. Wow. <laughs> oh, I hadn't heard that. That's crazy. Or maybe it'll combine and make green ice. I just heard this morning. I think it was the news from over the weekend, but I just heard hmm. it this morning. Uh, wow. I was gonna have I was gonna see if Terry, since I got her to do it the other day, she was saying that uh tomorrow she's gonna try. She's going to attempt. To make me a birthday cake from scratch. Oh boy! Well, take your shirt off so she can scratch your back. Why does yeah. Terry sound so far away, or is it just me? Um, I don't know. He does sound just a little bit far. He's, How's this? Is that better? That's better. Yeah. You, ah, there you, you, you go. First turned on your headset my, and it was loud, my, and yeah, really quiet. My microphone was up straight up in the air. I didn't know that. Oh, oh you were happy to see us. Huh? Happy to talk <laughs> to us. Man, wow. Got, yeah, them, wow. got them new Viagras. No, they're still at Walmart. Okay, yeah, uh, now we hear you better. Now you'll sound better. Okay, what was I going to say now? I can't remember. Uh, cake uh, from scratch. Cake from uh, scratch. So you make some cake from scratch, from scratch, you know, without a cake mix, you know. And so, okay, whatever. I was going to ask her if she would make make me some Christmas spaghetti. I just started this, you know. Um, just you, the sauce is already red, you know, red and green is, you know, Christmas color. So green you know, put some green <laughs> food coloring in the spaghetti and noodles, oh, and well, there you go. Have red and green Bo- Christmas boil spaghetti. them and put some green green Easter egg dye in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have red green food coloring. I don't know. If- die if you should eat that stuff <laughs> probably not <laughs> i wonder if we could tell that that uh that thing that we got texted to us about the the tinsel for the oh, string you know i had thought about that <laughs> and i wasn't going to but since you mentioned that go ahead and tell the what the text message said i have a, <laughs> a, a, an addition to that well i did too but 
Now, we got a text from our uh, younger brother that said that Tampax is taking the string off of their tampons and replacing it with tinsel for that Christmas period. Yeah. And, and it's and in a new green sleeve. A green sleeve. My addition is is if a woman actually uses those, they should hang like those those Christmas ornaments on, on that string. <laughs> and she'd have have a couple of um Christmas balls down there to <laughs> maybe some jingle bells. <laughs> so, yeah, some jingle bells down there. Yeah, hang some jingle bells off that string. Have a couple <laughs> little silver bells on a silver string. Like you know, was that the uh, the Jim, uh, uh, Chuck Berry? Chuck Berry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't going to mention that, but I I figured <laughs> um, somebody might, and I thought I would c- come back with that. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know if that would be you know. I I, I actually it wasn't Steve that shared it. It was um not you or it not was, Jill. <laughs> it was him. I asked him because I didn't know who whenever I got a message, it always just says everybody's name. And I'm like, all right, which one of you three sent this? <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't gonna use it on the show, but but I thought somebody might mention it and if they do, I'll I'll go with it. But yeah. It was pretty it's funny. It's Christmas time, so it goes right along here. Right along with it, sure. Uh, since how it went along, uh, to keep on moving along, does Terry have some birthdays before we hit on to our random stuff? Happy birthday! Uh, I got a couple. Um, yesterday, Ira Banks. Oh, really? Yesterday? Yeah, she turned 50. Marissa Tomei, she's 59. Oh. Jeff Bridges is 74. Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys, he would have been 79, but he died. And today, uh, um, what's that sport? Curling. <laughs> snooker. A snooker player? I don't know. Oh, I think it's a kind of golf, or not golf, a, a billiards or something. Man. Little Richard would have been 91, but he died. Walt Disney. Oh, really? Walt Disney's birthday. He'd be 122 years old. Wow, such a young fella. He does pretty well now. He's been cryogenically frozen. George Armstrong Custer's birthday was today. He would have been 184. And Martin Van Buren, the eighth president of the United States. 241. Wow. Yeah. It, 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 it Mary Kay Helsley, the first mom of this podcast, would have been <laughs> 80 today. Yeah. Well, she is exactly 20 years older than me. Tomorrow yeah. I will be an old man. 20 in a day. Special mention for tomorrow. 6.0. I put the decimal point in the wrong place. Happy birthday, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's version 6.0, like you have software. Every 10 years, you get a new version, huh? <laughs> oh, wait, that's wives. Oh, dang. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, 
Oh, we got what, random stuff? I wonder what kind of a wild scheme he has now. He comes up with the strangest requests. Oh, he does not. Random stuff. Yeah, some random stuff. Now, I have actually something special for our randomness, so no need for the random wheel today. Oh. Uh, I had an email sent to me within the last week or two, and according to a website, oh, Casino Sweeps, okay, it's a gambling site. Well, you don't have to gamble about this. They, they gave me the top five uh, Christmas songs. Uh, in, in Illinois, specifically Illinois, I don't know why they did that, but they also hmm. seem with the top five nationwide. Uh, the number one Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas is You. Um, um, Mariah Carey released it in 1994 uh, from her first holiday album. Uh, the New York Post estimated that she makes $3 million every year from this song. Hmm. That's a few extra tidbits about the song. Remember, Billy Clarkson does a version of that song too. Miss Sam. Yeah, when it comes to Christmas songs, once somebody releases it, uh, a lot of people will pick it up and sing it. Now, yeah. Number two um, is "Somewhere Only We Know." Uh, I haven't heard of it at all. <laughs> uh-uh, me either. Uh, it was initially sung by alternative rock band. Uh, Keen and turned into a Christmas song by Willie Allen in 2014. Hmm. I did not know anything about that <laughs> song. Never heard of it. That's what Pirate does with me. <laughs> Number three, Silent Night. Um, this says um, Bing Crosby's version of the song is the most popular ever, has sold 30 million copies since it's released in 1935. Oh. The third highest selling single of all time. Wait. Wait a minute. It says 35. So the third highest selling single of all time. It must be going down because it used to be the top selling single of all time. Hmm. Well, I was, thought that was White Christmas, I thought that was. That's what I just said. Oh, no, Silent Night. I'm no, sorry. You said Silent Night. Silent Night, that's right. I did say Silent Night. Um, yeah, Silent Night. Uh, yeah, because it came out in 35. White Christmas came out in like 43, I think. 42, 43, somewhere in there. So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, Silent Night by Bing Crosby is the third highest of all time. White Christmas, it's apparently not on the list, uh, is all-time song of all-time in fact, well, was, here in Illinois, gonna, we don't always have a white Christmas. <laughs> I suppose. I was going to say, uh, it was so popular that after a few years into printing records, they had to have Bing Crosby remaster it because their original wore out. Wow. <laughs> That's how popular of a record it was. See, we, we don't always have a white Christmas, but everybody likes Silent Nights. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially if it have a lot of kids, you just love yeah. Silent Night. Ah. <laughs> Uh, number four is Jingle, B- Jingle Bells. Um, it says that uh, has many popular covers, ranging from Bing Crosby, Andrew's Sisters, Frank Sinatra, Gordon and Stephanie. So it's been, of course, covered by, I mean, anybody who has vocal cords has sang that song. 
No. Uh, number five, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> um, it says... Who is he? <laughs> the song was originally uh, made a hit by Gene Autry in 1949. It's had many popular covers, uh, Dean Martin, Destiny's Child, and so forth. Um, and uh, so there's our top five Illinois songs. Now, here's the nationwide top five. And to me, it's very similar. I'll just go through it really quick. Number one, again, All I Want for Christmas is You. Number two, Somewhere Only We Know, which I think is also the same. Three, Silent Night, which is also the same. Four, Jingle Bells. And the only one that's really different is five, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is a nationwide favorite. Hmm. So Illinois is on track with the whole nation, except for that number five song. And, of course, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Um, it doesn't say who did it, but I'm pretty sure it was uh, Bobby Helms who did it originally. Uh, of course, covered by everybody else since. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would do that as a special random topic, so... Yeah, Christmas stuff. I have another top five Christmas list of top movies, so maybe I'll do that next week. There you go. That'll keep yeah. our random section a little bit shorter than usual because sometimes it takes longer. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to keep it uh, toned down a little bit. But anyway, there we go for this week, random stuff. I was afraid of that. I warned you, didn't I? You know what will happen if you start lying. So now it's time to move on to some news. Wake up, Grandpa. In Ohio, this takes place. There was a crash involving two semi-trucks. And guess what they spilled? I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, last last week we I had that truck. We had the trucks filled the apples. Well, this week a truck filled chocolate and caramel. Ah, the apples and caramel should get together. Ah. I know caramel <laughs> apples and chocolate covered caramel. Right. Even dip the apples in chocolate, that'd be good too. I was hoping it was going to be chocolate and peanut butter to make Reese's. Yeah. <laughs> Boxes of chocolate. Candy bars and caramel all over the highway. Yeah. They had to get the grade schoolers out there to get it all cleaned up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning on Interstate 90. Caramel and chocolate candy. <laughs> they had to direct traffic off the highway to clean it up. No injuries were reported of people. But now they have two truckloads of caramellos. <laughs> I woke up on Christmas. Pulled down the sock. Found only the sweet stuff. Mouth went into shock. I don't like the chocolate. Don't like candy canes. It actually comes from England, and uh, evidently their driver's license test is a little bit 
more difficult than it is in America because it took this one person that didn't say if it was a boy or a girl or their age, <laughs> took them 60 times to pass yeah. this test. I'll oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a long time to pass his, as I recall. Yeah. That was on the top 10 of mine. Yeah. But this person it says it costs 23 pounds. Every time you take the test, and you have to wait three days after failing to take it again. So this person wow. was really wanting that license. They paid a lot of money for that license. <laughs> you have to take the written test first, and you have to get, um, you know, you have to pass it. And then once you take that, you watch a video, questions, I guess, and let you know the hazards of driving, it says. And then once you watch that, then you get a drive for them. And I'm not sure which part this person failed in all those times. It doesn't give us all them details. I wish it would. It took them 60 hours, it says. And this says 1,400 British pounds is what it ended up costing them. So I don't know. To me, the when... 23 times 60 doesn't come up to 1,400. But I don't know what when that I extra... was. Maybe they had a penalty for all the wrecked cars they had. <laughs> Maybe. For, for the hospital bills of the uh, person administering the license on the driving test. When I was in Germany, to my recollection, uh, I had to take the, you know, the civilian driver's license for Europe, you know, European driver's license, which might have been the same. There's a hundred questions on the test. I only missed one, but you could only miss like three. And you'd fail. Yeah. Well, this That's says you hard. have to get 42 out of 50 questions on this test. I know when I oh. was driving, you take that test in school before you do. I missed one, and I didn't even remember reading the question. The teacher called me up, and he says, Look, read this question and tell me the right answer. The question was, when do you slow down for a curve, before, during, or after? And I put after. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even remember reading that question. So I think I read the one before and marked the wrong spot you know because it was time i was in there and there's an older lady and she couldn't pass the signs you know they have the yield and the slow moving vehicle and all that. she kept failing so, on that and i was like i kind of just kept my voice to myself so, so when they're done the instructors told her here's your sign yeah <laughs> <laughs> about a guy named Jeffrey Holt, and he left his hometown nearly $4 million when he died last June. Oh. So he uh, left an early Christmas present for his town. Uh, he had Where did he live? We want to go. Yeah, he had lived frugally all of his life, and he left an unexpected gift of $3.8 million to a small New Hampshire town with less than 4,000 residents. So it's smaller than the size of Hillsboro by a little bit, about twice the size of Southwark Center, probably. Um, but he died on June 6th, left his fortune to Helmsdale, which borders Massachusetts. His friend, um, 
John Smokey Smith uh, says he moved to New Hampshire in 1968, lived off his social security checks for the last 15 years of his life. Uh, he lived in a trailer park in a town, and the kitchen chairs in his mobile home were made out of plywood. <laughs> uh, he lived very simply, did not require a lot, says his friend Smith. The nearly $4 million gift came from a trust fund that he established in 2001 that he made in mutual funds accounts. And once he died, he named uh, his friend Smith as the uh, the holder of the trustee, the trustee of the trust fund. Um, so, and essentially, you know, it's up to this guy's, you know, Smokey Smith to administer the trust fund. And uh, people in town um, can apply to use the fund. If you are a school, you can get education grants, charity grants, and so forth. And the reason is for educational institutes is because when this guy was younger, uh, he got sent to boarding schools, and he didn't like boarding a school. He always wanted to go to a real school. A real pub, a public school, and so he he set up this foundation so that it would help the local public schools. So <laughs> he the, wasn't wanting to go to boarding schools. He wasn't Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to go to real school <laughs> to be a real but, boy. <laughs> um, but once a year, local schools, education organizations, can apply for a grant up to. $150,000 every year. Hmm. So, nice thing to do for your town. Yeah. It's the time of year again to get some paper and a pen and write your Christmas letter to St. Nick. Send it to the North Pole to his workshop in the snow and he'll put his elves to work um, the state of Maine, there was a a lobster was found. I did a story before where they found the orange lobsters, you know, the color was different. Well, here's the one lobster that was found. And because it's Christmas, it had two colors. But not only that, it also had two sexes. It was oh. a boy and a girl. It was a Siamese twin. <laughs> and uh, a trans Jacob, Jacob Knowles of Maine uh, named it Bowie after David Bowie. <laughs> and I don't, I don't street, know a lot though. about lobsters, but do they have um, genitals like like what? Like I, yeah, turtle. I, I suppose they do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you would tell, but I suppose they would. I mean, huh. you, know, you have to pull down their tail fin, I guess. <laughs> well, Take their shell off and find them in there. <laughs> they, nobody's ever seen one, two colors. It's like one in the red and green Christmas. The, <laughs> the New England Biological Aquarium doctor said, uh, one in fifty million, one in fifty million share similar traits in color, but they have embryo mutations 
that during the genetic mutation, something causes it's all getting technical here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of biological stuff. Where's your oldest daughter? Jill, you can explain this to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's out in the ocean, letting it, letting it live happily in a little cage. Tell Santa you've been good and done the things you should. <laughs> My next odd news story is a colorful story about a dumb criminal. Uh -oh. This happened in New York City. This guy, his colorful underwear sticking out of the top of his pants because he had a low-riding <laughs> pants is what gave him away to the police to have him arrested. <laughs> he had his name stenciled on the back of his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it does say it said there was R in 1990 on his underwear. I don't know. It didn't say the colors. It could have been red and green. Could have been rainbow. I don't know. But it's kind of funny because he had a mask on. He was with three, two other guys. There's three of them all together, and they were robbing a tobacco store. Two guys held guns on the the clerks, and he cleared out the register. But the weird part is it took them a year to figure out who he was. And I thought he must be robbing a lot of people in these colorful underwear. <laughs> or did he have them on a year later when he they was known him? as the colorful <laughs> underwear bandit? <laughs> must have been. <laughs> but uh, there was a, a tip that gave away the they knew somebody with the Instagram handle or something of our 1990. And so that's how they put it all together. I don't know why you'd put your Instagram handle on your underwear. Like you said, your name. <laughs> yeah, it's his code name or something. And then he, they put the face with the underwear when he was trying to resell some of the items they sold. They, stole they put the went. face with the underwear because he has <laughs> underwear over his face. <laughs> See my mask? You know who I am. <laughs> he was selling stuff to another uh, business some of the stolen items and then when he was selling it of course he didn't have a mask on but heck they didn't i'm assuming he still had the underwear on because they placed put the underwear and the face together that way underwear <laughs> face underwear face <laughs> yeah and i thought that was pretty funny dumb criminals well maybe that's his initial and birth year or something it, it depends on the size and shape of the letters sometimes if he <sighs> You take your, your clothes to like a dry cleaner or laundry, they give you a laundry number, and it, it's always the same number. And that could be huh. it, it, too. I'm not sure. It didn't say his name. It did say he's 30, and he was arrested at home in Queens. I just thought it was funny when they arrested him a year later after this uh, crime. Did and they he's put still the wearing the same <laughs> underwear. Maybe that's the only kind he wears. I don't know. I know I'd like maybe. to think he's got more than one colorful pair. <laughs> that that's his that's his brand. That's that's what he goes with. Yeah. <laughs> Taking care of Christmas and doing it right. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night.
an anti-dumb criminal story. Uh, I say that because this one is a Wisconsin police help a man stage his marriage proposal on body cam video. Huh? Dun, 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 dun. How romantic. And I thought <laughs> I, I started thinking of ways how this scene might play out. You know, you, you get pulled over by a cop and and they're what they're they're going to uh, take you to jail if you don't propose or something. But <laughs> let's let's find out how the story goes. Uh, Eau Claire Police Department in Wisconsin teamed up with a computer scientist for a proposal uh, for the record books with his um, with his uh, let's go they captured on with his fiance captured on body cam uh, video. Um, Oh, dang, I don't have the article. Let me grab it real quick. I thought I had to open. I just had the blurb. Um, while I'm waiting for my webpage to open up, essentially, uh, this guy and his fiance at one point, they uh, encountered this friendly lady cop. And they, this lady cop was very helpful uh, with whatever their need was at the time. And so later, this guy gets this idea when he wants to propose, I'm going to ask this cop to help us out. And so he approaches this lady cop. And what actually does happen is they're driving and this cop, of course, she's a pre-staged along the highway, pulls him over and asks for his license, which he pretends like he doesn't have, but she pulls him out of the car and she walks him back to her car. Like she's going to, you know, cuff him and put him in the car and so the girlfriend's all worried and stuff. And you hear on the body cam footage, they're ready to do this. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and so he, she asked the girl to come back. And while she's got the body cam footage on him, he actually has the ring in the box and proposes to her. Uh, now, why he thinks that would make a good romantic proposal, I don't know, but it works for them. She said yes, and they got married. <laughs> But it was just, a, I guess, a fun, cute way for them to involve this friendly cop or whatever. Johnny wants a motor scooter. Susie wants a new computer. Billy wants a new guitar and drum machine. Daddy wants a new Corvette, CD player and cassette. Mommy wants a 14-carat diamond ring. Don't forget the girls and boys who can't afford a lot of toys. It's up to you to fill their Um, mysterious, this kind of could go along with Jill's underwear story or a Christmas story, but in mysterious car balls wash up on the beach in New Jersey. Mysterious what? Car balls? Tall ball, yeah. tar. T-A-R, tar. Tar balls. Balls. Wow. Black little balls of all shapes. Um, mm -hmm. washing up on the beach. Um, they have did aerial views and Coast Guard. They say usually the Environmental Health and Protection says that they're they're found along the shore. They have not been able to identify their origin. They're formed by usually when crude oil 
on the surface, you know, gathers and it gets rolled with the wind and in the shape of balls by the wind and the waves. And there, um, they can be coming from an oil spill or oil seepage just out of the ground, like Jed Clampett shooting at some food. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they're advising people don't play with the balls on the beach. <laughs> don't play with your balls on the beach. <laughs> oh, those, those. Okay. The car balls. Okay. Now, this is, uh, they, they don't know exactly where they've came from. And now I heard in the news as well, there was an oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico, but that's down there, not in New Jersey. And then. Strange things that worship on the beach. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, it was a very pleasant drive, whether Mary liked it or not. Well. Well, it's pretty obvious what else we can do. Nothing. Looks like if we're all done with that, it could be time to move on to some weirdness with words. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting until next week for some Christmas words. So this week we're just going to have some regular, well, unregular words. <laughs> have, have some more run-of-the-mill ones until our holiday words next week, huh? Yeah. So our first word is ephemeral. Ephemeral. And you sp- I, I don't know about it. Well, E P H E. I mean, I missed the letter. E P H E M E R A L. Ephemeral. That uh, may not be right, but it puts you in mind of like gauzy or ghostly or smoky or misty or something like that. Yeah, we can take that. Short lived, it says. So that kind of uh, things would be short lived. Short lived, okay. That's kind of what it puts your mind of with those kind of words. Anyway. Huh, yeah, fleeting or short-lived. So things that ain't around for very long. Our next word is glyph. G-L-Y-P-H. Glyph, like a hieroglyphic. Um, I don't know, writing? I mean, it's, it's like just like just, just it's part of the word, a hieroglyphic is, makes you think of writing. Yeah, it says it means a graphic symbol. So, like you're saying, back uh, in Egypt, they would draw pictures, I guess, uh, on the wall, and those was what they, they called it. They had car- cartoonists who left graffiti on the walls, stuff like that. Yeah, because <laughs> I guess they didn't have letters back then, of course. So, or they baby yeah, so, did so, have but... you know, a, a graphic of some kind. Okay. Just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. <laughs> Another word I got for you is Emmatropia. Oh, Emmatropia. A girl it's named e- Emma wins a M- trophy. M E T R O P 
Pia. P I A. Yeah. P A. P I A. Pia. Yeah. The medical term. <laughs> it, it sounds like it has some kind of a Greek base to it. Um, and trope. Sometimes you hear people talk about a trope, like in writing, like, Oh, it's the trope of the cat stuck in a tree or something or, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Emma Tropia. Just all I can think of as a girl who won a contest. I got a trophy. Um, what did you say, Terry? <laughs> something about a medical term? Medical term, but I medical don't remember term? what it means. It is. I wanna roll with the gangsters. They're so far, they all think I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. A medical term it means the normal condition of your eye and normal, i feel like i've had this word before because i remember hmm. remember the meaning but i didn't remember the word what they call it eyeball tropia then <laughs> right your eyeballs are called your emmas oh yeah another word i got for you is corpus Christy. Yeah, Corpus Christi. C-O-R-P-U-S. Uh, Corpus Christi Corpus. means the, the body of Christ. It's Latin. Oh. It's, the Corpus is, Corpus uh, is the body. A dead body. <laughs> Corpus. Uh, well, exactly. Um, well, similar to what you guys are saying, it means... My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. A collection of written text. Ah, like, like a body of text. Yeah, just corpus, a bunch of the a library of writings <laughs> by of Mark Twain includes. Well, I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz, a minesweeper. I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I set the place ablaze. Another word is tutelary. That's what Larry it. does when he eats beans. <laughs> a guy named Larry. A R Y. Tutelary. Uh, Larry, I, like he said, was eating beans and he was too. Uh, Larry the yeah. cable guy. He says, get her done. <laughs> he was tooting. Uh, I think yeah. it has to do with students or teaching or something, but I guess. the guess. Killer rap, I haven't run. At Pascal, well, I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Um, well, this word means to serve as a protector. So oh. I guess a teacher well, could be a protector. if you're Larry and you toot, you're going to protect yourself from people <laughs> bothering Nobody's you. Nobody's going to want to be around you. <laughs> Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Another word you got to know is factotum. Factotum. And it's F-A-C-T-O-T-U-M, factotum. This that guy at the bottom of the totem pole? Oh, maybe he's <laughs> at the top of the totem pole. <laughs> it sounds like it might be a Latin kind of a word, but factotum. But usually it's like it's, just, huh? like fact. be your face. It's like it has to do something like <laughs> with facts or data or information, but I don't know. This word means you'll need to learn this one because you're you're both um business owners in a way, but this word means a person 
who does all kinds of work. So if you have an employee that does a lot of different things oh, at work, they are like, like a jack just, of all trades. We're just totem. trophy husbands. <laughs> uh, we're the Emma trophies. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have your sugar mamas. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, well, a jack of all trades, basically. That's why it does yeah. everything. Just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Another <laughs> word you need to know is terminate. Terminus. It's T E R M I N U S. Terminus. It sounds similar to terminal, like the end of something. Um, That's when you and I get married and you're permanent. You know, if you had a computer <laughs> at an airport and the computer died, you'd have a terminal, terminal, terminal. <laughs> I like to roll with the gangsters, although it's apparent I'm too wide and nerdy. Well, actually, Keith, I think you had it right. It is a final place in the point or time. Right. Terminus. I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. Tinsel. Now, tinsel, this one's a sneaky one. I was trying to keep these words that sound like what I, you're I, thinking. I, I think Tampax is using that for their new. Well, <laughs> you spell it different. It's T E N S I L E. Tinsel. It might be tensile. Like tinsel strength. You have a fishing pole that's a five pound test, it has a tinsel strength of five pounds. It's a, it's a, it's how strong it is before it breaks, basically. Relating to tension, does that sound like what you're trying to say? Right, because of five pounds, you put five pounds of tension on the line. Yeah. Yep, that's what it is, and it's relating to tension. How I guess how heavy it can be, like you said, before it breaks. Let's see. How how hard can I hit this with a hammer to see how it, when it breaks? <laughs> Give me that walnut. Yeah, there you go. Here's the I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. In other word, it's Susurus. S-U-S-U-S-U-R-R-U-S. Susurus. 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 Studio, Studio, Doctor Studio, Doctor Seuss, Doctor is a disco singer. Yeah, it was going to be his new word he was going to use in his book. No, Doctor Seuss has given up all the kitty books, and now he's Doctor Serious. Seuss, Serious, Serious. Well, I remember right, Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now. And have you R O T F L O L? This word means to whisper. Whisper? Quiet, quiet stuff. No whispers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got a business doing websites. Like my friends need some code. Who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. And it Aegis. Aegis doesn't start with an E. It starts with an A. A-E-G-I-S. Aegis. I wonder Aegis if Philburn. It's, it's an Egyptian who got an A on a report card. Aegis um, <laughs> and Kathy Lee. No. <laughs> I, I think it has to do with exiting the way out or something like that. But 
Well, yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the gap in my nights with a roll of bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. It's kind of like uh, how the college helps our group. They help support monetarily. Financially. Financially. Financial support. Yeah, hmm. helping finance the support of an organization. So if somebody wants to provide Aegis for our podcast, you can visit the homepage <laughs> and click the button that's at the top that says donate. Right, it kind of means Aegis, to donate, I guess. Aegis. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I want to bowl with the gangsters. But oh well, it's obvious Aegis, I'm white and nerdy. De Niro. You can eat just some money so Terry can buy some more snacks. Yeah. Eat in front of everybody. <laughs> He's not sharing. Was... <laughs> but that's actually all my words for the week. That was my last one. He just... is the man who gets the money. I was watching an episode of I Love Lucy last night where Ricky was sitting around eating eating a can of pork and beans out of the can and drinking a beer. <laughs> beans and <I> said, beer. <laughs> he was becoming tutelary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I was going to say that back then, but but I didn't bring it up back then. I like, anyway, it's my brains and experience they want, not my gorgeous figure. Hey, Jack. What? I just thought of something very funny. What is it? <laughs> well, come on now, tell me, what is it? Well, okay. we need to go into a random topic. Wait a minute. And no if, emails. Uh, Wait a minute. Right? No. Oh, no. Anchor topic. topic. I did it again. Last week I called it random anchor topic, topic. And it's anchor topic. Isn't he dumb, Mary? I'll say. He's a regular Charlie McCarthy with blood. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, and now certainly my screen just went paver on the air. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Last week was O&M. This week, I believe, is communication. Communicating could be old-fashioned stuff like handwriting, newfangled stuff like podcasting, and everything in between. How do you tell somebody or get told by somebody uh, what to do? Christmas cards to Santa. <laughs> huh. Oh, well, are you guys doing anything about the Christmassy type communication related things? Well, I mean, Christmas. we do send out a few Christmas cards. I don't write letters, and I'm like, Mom used to type them up and put a letter in all of them. I just, at our church, you can take them and they have a mailbox you put them in. So that saves your stamps. <laughs> right. For other but we do members, have a few yeah. we'll be sending out to different members of the family. And yeah, the Christmas cards. It, it, you know, growing up, you, you always you had the list. You would send it out to all the family members that, that mom would know. It would when we first got married, that tradition came to a screeching halt really fast. <laughs> hmm. uh, the first year, I, I tried to send Christmas cards out, you know, to everybody, and then uh, the second year, I think I tried again. Uh, I think I went out and bought me, uh, you know, a big box of, you know, 20 or 30 or 50 or how many was in the box. Got them all uh, addressed, got them all stamped, got them all signed. And I told my wife, this, all I got to do is take these and, and mail them. Okay. Well, I never saw the box again, so I assumed that she mailed them. 
Fast forward yet another year in Panama, we're unpacking our boxes, and I find this box of Christmas cards. Like, hey, where, where did this come from? It's like you know, the late summer, early fall at this time. We're unpacking these boxes down there in Panama. And it's like, I open up, this is last year's Christmas. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> send them. I thought I did. He didn't. No wonder the people got, you know, didn't want to talk to England to stop sending them Christmas cards. I think hey, we as sent, long as you didn't put a letter in them or email and go ahead and mail them for the We did. Year. We just, that year, we just, we already got those. But, I mean, but that was the last time because it's like, after all the effort to have them not be sent out until the following year, I was like, <laughs> I just can't be doing this. So, um, it's I getting think, pretty expensive now. Stamps aren't cheap anymore. No, they're, they're 60 not. cents. They, they keep going. <laughs> yeah. What's so funny? I was watching an episode of Good Times, the old TV show. Yeah. And Jimmy, J.J. Walker. Same type thing. He was supposed to mail some stuff, but we don't have any stamps. Well, don't worry, Mom. I'll just paint them on. Paint them. <laughs> paint the stamp on. I'm laughing and painting it on. You won't have to pay. You just put the same address on the to field as the from field. That yeah, way, there you go. That way, the <laughs> post office will return them to the from address. Uh, I. I did that once a long time ago. It actually did work, but the next time I went to the post office, the post office lady seeing me, she says, come here, man, I need to talk to you. <laughs> I know what you did. I wanted to send your letter back anyway, but don't do it again. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, communications, we don't have see. a lot to say about it. Yeah. So. You see, can yeah, call or Anymore, you can call or text or Facebook. FaceTime or use your A-Lady. Or put together your 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 SMS messages and grab everybody your address book. One text message, everybody, bling, where Christmas. <laughs> Got them all. Until next year. Didn't get yeah. all, the, all the blings coming back. Bling, 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 bling. Merry Christmas. Bling, bling, bling. Everybody, let's tell everybody, everybody else. <laughs> yep. Like, uh-uh. Uh. So, so much for that. I'm all communicated out. Wow! At the moment, something's troubling both of you. Perhaps if you'll tell me what it is, I may be able to help. Just because you ask me like a gentleman. Hmm. Let's go ahead and uh, transition away from that. Just what happened here? We heard you screaming. Yeah. That's said that I thought there would be. Time radio. Just because I married your sister, don't make us blood kin. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Old time radio. It's uh, time for some letters from listeners. Do we have any email? Some email. Snail mail. Oh, I have a problem loading page. You, it, it worked in rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? I, I I actually had it had it linked together, so all I had to do was hit a button and, and it says file dot file like you stupid things. <laughs> but anyway, our email says hello there, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Uh my friend uh Bobby told me he went back in his woods. He looked 
down the hill into his pond and he saw four beautiful women swimming naked and their clothes were all laid out on the rocks so they wouldn't get any dirt on them. Well, Bobby just stood there watching quietly until they noticed him and asked him to leave. They probably screamed a lot, but then they you know, asked him to leave. Uh, Bobby smiled and politely said, I didn't come down here to see a bunch of naked women in the water. Um, I just came down here to feed my alligator. <laughs> they didn't stay in the water for very long after that. <laughs> Uh, sent from Bobby's friend's iPhone or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can stay in the water. Stay out there all you want. I got to feed my alligator. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the email. Uh, just sign the contract here and let us have your check. So now comes time for. Final thought. Just take it easy. Now quiet, everybody. Quiet! 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 Camera up! We're turning! Action! Here's our final thought. What happens when Santa Claus puts a puppy under your Christmas tree? You have a collie jolly Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my emotional support animal is a chicken, a four-piece with a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> four-piece with a biscuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, what's the opposite of a microwave? A tsunami! A microwave is <laughs> a small wave, tsunami is a big wave. Uh. Why did the Christmas tree go to the doctor? Because it had tensilitis. Oh, poor Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Why one. was the snowman in the garden? He was picking his nose. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a dancing sheep? A ballerina. <laughs> what do you Christmas ornaments do for fun? Nothing. They just hang around. Look pretty. <laughs> Looking pretty. Oh. Dear Santa, this year for Christmas, please send clothes to all the women on Daddy's computer. <laughs> <laughs> they look so cold all the time. <laughs> My wife asked me why I was doing the dishes while sitting down. I told her it's because I just can't stand to do them. <laughs> Why did the snowplow ask for a raise? Because she was just scraping by. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where you learned to whisper, but I think it must have been in a helicopter with a bunch of chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you wrap a cloud with a rainbow? 
What do you get when you cross a kangaroo with a reindeer? A Christmas jumper. Christmas jumper. (laughs) (laughs) My husband says retirement age should be dropped to 40. He's had enough. I walked into a bar holding a golf club. The bartender asked me, what's the golf club for? I told him, this is my designated driver. (laughs) 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 Who is Santa Claus's favorite singer? Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, yeah. Oh, I just found out the company making yardsticks won't be making them any longer. (laughs) Otherwise, it would be longer than the yardstick. Exercise? Oh, I thought you said extra fries. (laughs) (laughs) What did Santa Claus get his assistant? A self-elf book. Self-elf. So self-help. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm not self-medicated with chocolate. The lady at Walgreens wrote me a prescription. She called it a receipt. But whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You should n- never eat more than 239 beans at one setting. One more would make 240. <laughs> 240 beans <laughs> I'd tell you the story about how I cut down my Christmas tree but it's kind of sappy <laughs> dear mother nature having received my free sample of winter I would like to cancel my my subscription to the remainder <laughs> How much did the pirate pay for his peg and hook? An arm and a leg. (laughs) Peg and hook. I met Frosty the Snowman once. He's really an ice guy. Ice guy. Why do eggs come in flimsy cardboard packages, cartons, when uh, batteries come in packages? You've got to have a chainsaw to open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they go backwards. Uh, my son asked, Dad, have you seen my sunglasses? I told him, No. Have you seen my dad glasses? <laughs> Why did the elf cross the road? It was really the chicken's business. (laughs) You want to hear a joke? Sleep. I know, I don't get it either. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep. Uh, A guy walks into a bar and was immediately disqualified from the Bobo contest. Oh, a duck. <laughs> How do you charm a chocolate lover? 
keep some Twix up your sleeve. <laughs> I bought some skinny jeans. They don't work. They don't work. <laughs> you got to get them off first, Jill. I know. <laughs> Where's my girdle at? <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. My balloon elephant would not fit into the back seat of the car. So I popped his trunk. <laughs> Why did Santa Claus put his name on his fishing pole? Because he wanted everyone to know Santa's real. Santa's real. <laughs> <laughs> if you call me from a private phone number, I'll respect your privacy and not answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll do a caller. Did you hear about the big Lego sale? People are lining up for blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Rudolph cross the road? He thought the grass was greener on the other side. <laughs> The soup of the day is tequila with ice and croutons. <laughs> soup of the day. <laughs> oh, tequila. Oh. A snowman and a polar bear were out in the snow. And the polar bear farted and asked the snowman, can you smell that? And the snowman said, not unless it smells like carrots. I got one more for you tip on how to get rid of stuff at Christmas time put it in an Amazon box and leave it on your porch that's how you get rid of old junk at Christmas time somebody will take it (laughs) you'll have thieves come by keep quiet before I give you a hit in the head kitty litter box (laughs) <laughs> All of that. Stuff. Don't forget the trash man. Just leave your old drunk out there. Amazon box. <laughs> A good word of advice to leave our final thoughts on. I wish that was all. Uh, can I go with you, Jack? I got a lot of shopping to do, too. Okay, come along, Mary. So long, fellas. Goodbye, everybody. That's too much for me. Well, I was just leaving, sir. Goodbye, Mr. Scott. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Willie. So, with all of that, well, we've already wound down to the end of another session. Leave the room. Go outdoors. Play with your drumsticks. Anything. Okay. Gosh, what did I do? And don't slap. <laughs> don't slam the door. So, this is where we'd like to sign off and say this is your host, Keith. Saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That's how we gain more listenership and we have been growing a little bit lately so thanks for the new listeners out there and with that you can always send us your own funny family stories ask us a question you can do it by visiting the homepage, leave us a comment on any of the show notes find the contact link and send us an email to the contact form we'd love to hear from you and what you have to ask us about and with that once again I'm your host Keith Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Tomorrow's my birthday. Don't forget, send me money. (laughs) Send us your money. What what that word was called? Uh, Aegis. 
the Aegis. <laughs> Send us all of your Aegis. Got some Aegis laying around? Give it to us. Don't even it. Yeah, <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny. <laughs>